eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, so this is a special off-day edition of the Skate Podcast. You know, Ken Laird and I, Matt Cowman, usually record these on Tuesdays, but uh, with the Bruins Development Camp wrapping up on Friday, we decided to have the first of what should be many off-day podcasts, many editions of the podcast, so to speak. And uh, today with the Prospects uh, Camp, the development camp wrapping up, thought it would be great to have one of the utmost, foremost experts in the field of uh, prospects in New England hockey and uh, Mark Diver from uh, rinksiderhodeisland.com, the former Projo hockey aficionado, is kind enough to join me. You know him if you follow him on Twitter, at Mark Diver, D-I-V-V-E-R. You know uh, pretty much... Everyone, every in and out of the uh, New England hockey world, this guy knows what's going on. And Mark, how's it going today? Good, Matt. Good. Great. Another so day in the rink. exactly, and this is usually the big day of the development camp when they scrimmage. We watch them power skate. We watch them do drills for days, and people try to say they know what the heck's going on. But in the scrimmage, you at least get to see a little more game action, uh, game situations. Today was a little weird. They did some four on fours and three on threes, and uh, I guess you were saying, and I think. We all were interested to see Oscar Steen this week, and you said that maybe Oscar Steen was the guy that stood out the most, and so what stood out about him? Well, I thought he was really good today. I think his speed uh, is uh, the pace he plays with is uh, higher than a lot of the guys that were on the ice today, and that's understandable. He's played the pro game over in Europe and sure. is, uh, is further along than, uh, than many of these prospects. I thought his speed uh, was, uh, was excellent. And he really has a nice, uh, a nice uh, knack around the net. I think not only finishing himself, but feeding other, yeah. other uh, players. Yeah, and, that's, that's what kind of Jamie Langenberg said earlier in the week, talking about his, his ability to go to the net, his ability to get on the inside, and that's what they're looking for around here. Whether he starts in Providence or somehow makes it to Boston, I mean, at the very least, he has that in his game that uh, you can't necessarily teach that all the time. Yeah, and not everyone is willing, right. uh, as, as we've seen uh, through the years. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, I think he'll start in Providence. Yeah. And, you know, but what, what do I know? But uh, he looks like a guy that, uh, you know, while he adapts to the smaller rink over here, uh, sure, 
you know, some games in Providence would would do him uh, would would help him. But I'd expect him to play games in Boston at some point next mm-hmm. year. How many, uh, you know, remains to be seen. Depending on what the circumstances yeah. are, whether he's filling in for right. some an injured player or whether he's just so good in Providence that they they decide they yeah. they got to bring him up. And you just never know. I mean, you, no, you don't. We, we never expected to see Carson Coleman on the second line in the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> That's so, for sure. Um, think these things happen, and guys play their way in, right? Uh, so another guy that uh, Jamie Langenberg actually singled out too, and we I think we both kind of liked and were interested to see this week was this Cooper Zek kid. Um, I'm a big Cooper Zek fan. <laughs> and uh, why is that? Well, uh, seeing him play uh, last year in Providence at the end of the season, the way he came in and was just able to just be plugged right, right. in, right out of college, a, a, you know, a small kid, 160 pounds, the way he plays is, is just fun to watch. Mm-hmm. He, he has a lot of swagger. Uh, Jamie, I think it was, or maybe it was, maybe it was Jay Leach, mentioned uh, his courage. Boy, he took some he took some hits in really? Providence at the at the start. Uh-huh. I mean, they were coming at him hard because, yep. you know, guys on the other team, their eyes light up. They see a defenseman at right. 160 pounds. They're just going to roll right over him. <laughs> so he took some big hits, but he never took a step backwards. Yeah. And it only took a handful of games for him to figure out, right. okay, if they're coming, I got to dodge them. I, I got to got to get out of the way. But he never he never did it in a in a way that showed him backing away. Uh-huh. He'd make his play and then get out of the yeah. way. Yeah, you know, I think we saw that some of that in the scrimmage yeah. today too. Yeah, we did. There was one time in the beginning where Steen was in on the forecheck mm-hmm. and uh, you know Zek was able to dodge him. Right. Get, made a couple of subtle little moves yep. and, and get away and make a play with the puck. Right. I think that's uh, plays like that are what's going to uh, are going to uh, you know. Maybe move him right. up the ladder in sure. Providence. Sure, uh, and I think just 20 years old to have that in his game already is great because yeah. we've seen so many guys and they come out of the college ranks or wherever. Uh, they're not used to the physical play as much, and they, they do maybe shy away from it. But clearly, yeah. if he's willing to take some hits, it's great. And uh, I think also he, he has a little bit of that sh- small guy chip on his shoulder. Um, the thing he told me that he said when you're talking about when he came to Providence, like he said that he told Jamie, you know, put me in a game. Yeah. And they did, and he said, and I knew they wouldn't take me out once I got in there. So you know, that's the that's the cockiness yes. to an extent that you want. That's the that's the attitude that Tory Krug has always had. He, um, he he told me along the way that <laughs> one of the reasons he's the player that he is is because he was always like right. a foot a foot shorter yeah. than than everyone growing up. Now. Uh, now the gap's maybe four or five inches, but right. he's still a smaller guy, yeah, and sure. he's still got to overcome that. But yeah. I, you know, I think uh, the Bruins did a did a nice job getting right. him under an American League contract. Right. I would be very surprised if uh, you know twelve months from now or sooner he's sure. not under an NHL deal. Right. So uh, you know he'll he'll uh, he'll be fun to watch in Providence. Exactly, and it'll be interesting to see too how what it does. Effect it has on Tory Krug and Matt Grizzlick down the yes. road here, as far yeah. as with their future with the Bruins. If this kid uh, develops, the next thing you know, you might have that uh, the next guy coming up, Absolutely. and you can shift parts around. Um, so I know the first day, it's always the day where people are really curious at uh, camp to see what these guys look like because they're first getting on the ice. Some of them are just learning, but uh, so you had John Beecher here. It was his first day at camp. Maybe he was a little nervous. Um, but then you have Pavel Shen. It was his second year here, and he, he maybe was a little confident. Those are two guys that I know stood out to you in the first day. And what did what did you think of those first guys? Maybe starting with Beecher. Well, his uh, I think uh, Donnie uh, Sweeney described his skating today as effortless, right. and that's I think that's the perfect way to describe it. He he just gets up and down the ice with uh, 
with ease. Uh, you know, it looks that way. Sure. Uh, obviously, he's uh, he's working hard, but uh, I think his his skating, as as advertised, sets him right. apart, and that's. Uh, you know, that's why they drafted him. That's right. why he was a first-round pick. Yep. Uh, it sounds like he's had that since he was 10, 11 years old, too, so it's pretty I good. saw him at uh, playing for Salisbury, uh-huh. I don't know, four or five years ago, oh, wow. and, and the first thing you noticed was that. Sure. And he, the kind of guy who's uh, – there aren't many of these guys, but you can hear his skates crunching the ice. Uh-huh. He, he, you know, not everyone's like that, but with him, yep. you could. You could hear it. He, he, really, he really digs in and uh, – you know that's uh, that's his, the best part of his skill set. Now we'll, we'll see. You know the hockey sense part, the, right. all the rest of it. Uh, obviously, he uh, you know are things that uh, that they hope will develop right. at, at Michigan. And, and he'll but, play a bigger role there. Oh yeah, that'll no, help no play question. Into no question. Yeah. So I you know I know some people are down on the pick, but uh, hey, it's the thirtieth pick in the first right. round. It's not like it's a top ten pick. So I, I don't have any problem with it. I yeah. think he'll. Uh, I think he'll uh, he'll be a fine player. Yeah, it's just a matter of whether he'll be able to score enough to. Yeah. But sometimes you get a third line center at 30th pick, and you and you live with it. I mean, yeah. if you're going to hit on some second rounders like the Bruins have, they, these things will even out in the end. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a guy who's a lower round pick that might pan out is, is Shen, Pavel Shen from from Russia, a guy. I don't know too much about it. I haven't spoken to him because I kind of shy away from the, the poor English guys, <laughs> the guys with the poor English. So, uh, but you know, what did you think of him? Well. Uh, I liked him. Mm-hmm. I liked him in the scrimmage today. I thought he he protected the puck well. I thought he was good along the uh, along mm-hmm. the boards. Uh, he caught my eye. I think for the first, I don't remember him at all last year, aside from the fact that I don't think he could speak a word of English. But in the World Juniors, I thought he a couple of the the Russia games that I watched, he was noticeable. Mm-hmm. He, 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 it looked like there was there's something there, sure. and uh, I think that continued uh, in camp this week. He's he's not. You know, he's not going to bring you out of your seat with uh, with dazzling moves, but right. uh, you know, to me, he looks he looks like a, a hockey player. Yeah, what, for whatever right. that means. It's, I, th- yeah. I think in the, in the scrimmage, what stood out for me was he was strong on his skates, and yeah. like you're saying, the protection of the puck. I think there's still some more to fill out that body. He, yes. You know, as far as the width of him, but he has the big shoulders. He has those kind of almost Lucic like shoulders to yes. me, and. Uh, so, you know, obviously, I guess the, the, the only question will be whether he ends up coming here. <laughs> We've seen these Russian players, so they right. come and they go back quickly or they don't come at all. And so right. that, that'll be the biggest question. And, but clearly, well, I, they, they found something there. I could see him playing if, you know, if he does come. I could see him in Providence. Right. You know, maybe not a guy who's in the lineup for all 76 games. Right. But, but a guy who, uh, who, uh, who, you know, gets his feet wet as a, in the pro game playing uh, – you know, three game weekends and all that. I I, I think he'd uh, he'd be a, another good prospect in Providence and a, and a guy to uh, to keep an eye on. Awesome. And then, so now let's just say the last thing I wanted to talk to you about. This is a, a burning topic that I think is not getting enough attention, especially with Don Sweeney, is the goaltending depth on this team. They didn't take a goaltender again in this draft. Uh, Don Sweeney says he's going to go into the UFA market to try and find a veteran goalie. Uh, you have uh, Jeremy Swayman, Dan Vladar, and uh, Kyle Kaiser. Yep. So these are the three goalies. We've seen them at different levels now. Vladar now a full year in Providence. Just, do you see a number one? Is there a number one goalie in there? Uh, right now, no. Okay. I, but I, I want to see uh, I want to see Kaiser more. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, and I don't know if 
you know, I think that's to be determined. You know, maybe not even this year. Watching him, will that uh, mm-hmm. will that be decided? But I, I, you know, the way he played in the Ontario uh, Hockey League, right? The way he, the, the game he's shown in uh, in rookie camp a couple times, and then playing for the, for the U.S. and the World Juniors, you know, maybe he can get there. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but you know, he's not a. He's not a Spencer Knight type of prospect, right. the kid that's going to Boston College and, you know, looks like he'll be the next uh, great or, vi- or at least very good American goalie. Right. Uh, so, yeah, they're, uh, they're a little maybe deficient in that, uh, okay. in that category. And if, you know, God forbid Tuco or uh, Halak gets hurt, right. then they're going to need a goalie sure. who, can, who, can, uh, who can maybe play some games. Right. And, you know, I, of those three, you know, I guess Vladar would be the, your first pick. Right. You know, I, I'm not How sure. How did he come he, along last year? He had some very good games, mm-hmm. and he had some games where uh, where he wasn't that good. His save percentage was under nine. I think it was eight ninety eight. Uh, not that that's the the be all and the end all, right. but he had some very good games, and then and then he had some games where uh, where you 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 wished. Uh, you know, you got a, a save or two more. Mm-hmm. It might have been the difference between winning and losing. Uh, the thing with him is he's still only 21 years old. Right. He is, he's been here so long exactly. now that he, you forget how young he is. Sure. They always say goalies don't you know, develop later, to maybe yep. 24, 25. Right. Well, he's 21. Right, and that's the problem, too, with the contracts. Now you look yeah. at the same market tire, the Bruins have put so much into him, and now it looks like they'll probably lose him. So that's the problem with the goalies developing later. The thing with him is he's so... Uh, He's so big, six yeah, five. Right. <clears throat> he's down on the ice a lot, and uh, he he uh, uses up a lot of energy getting around, uh-huh. going down. He's not an economy of motion guy. And there are times in uh, by the ten minute mark of the third period, maybe he's gassed. <laughs> so, you know, maybe the other team gets a late goal, okay. or a tying goal, or a winning goal. He's he's got to uh, he's got to get past that either by I don't think he's going to change his style at this point, but maturing in his body and being being stronger, right? Uh, so that he he has more stamina. Sure. So you know, can he do that? Well, I don't know. We'll right. uh, we'll see. Yeah, exactly. We'll see. we'll see, and we'll find out if the Bruins do something in free agency to help this goaltending situation. It could even be uh, a free agent, a younger free agent, maybe like a Kaiser came along to at least just you know kind of solidify this organization. But um, a lot of question marks, I would say, as far as the goaltending situation, and maybe that uh, is on the back burner with the right wing situation, the top six forward situation at this point. But we'll see now in the next few months which of these kids put in the work uh, at development, you know. After development camp, this is the time you come out. You come back for training camp, and you show that you've done in the work that the Bruins have assigned you. And uh, I want to thank Mark Diver again, Mark Diver from uh, Rhode Island, Rinkside, Rhode Island.com, formerly the uh, Providence Journal hockey aficionado, kind of in transition right now. So follow him at Twitter on Twitter at Mark Diver, and uh, you'll see where he winds up. And at the very least, between now and then, you'll find out what the heck's going on in all of New England hockey. So uh, thanks again, uh, Mark. This has been a special edition of the Skate Podcast on the WEI Podcast Network, and uh, Ken Laird and I will be dropping uh, a full episode on you guys Tuesday after the Bruins make all their big moves on July 1st in free agency.